Hello everybody. We're going to talk about the mouth, <laughs> dental hygiene, teeth, too many, pull them out, braces, keeping them clean, and motivation. <laughs> Probably pain too, but um, everybody's tolerance for pain is different. And then if they feel it and they can't communicate it, then, um, well, then there you have it. So, all right, so I've got a lot of photographs here. Um, they'll be in the slideshow. Um, let's talk just a little bit about the sensory burden inside the mouth because of the trigeminal nerve system and every else, every other factor that contributes to the sensory overload in the head area, the jaw area. So if you go to the website and search podcasts for trigeminal, T-R-I-G-E-M-I-N-A-L, trigeminal nerve, that is tri because it has three zones, one zone two, zone three, Gemini, left and right. So it's, it's the body's way of lacing all of the nerve uh, and sensory and tinkling little thingies together so that uh, they're going to really pay attention from the shoulders up. <laughs> and it's why your kid hates a haircut and doesn't want anything in the mouth. And in fact, I even wrote some blog posts about it. Um, so you can look at the blog too for uh, um, when he finally shoved that toothbrush back in the side and it pump pumped it out like a chipmunk, you know, like a mouth, a chipmunk's mouthful of nuts. That was like, oh, that's a big day, because prior to that point, we couldn't get a crowbar inside that mouth, <laughs> you know, inside that, that cheek area. So it's been quite a working process for us as a sensory-averse child. Um, even ice cream cones were a major, we're going to half Nelson wrestle this thing, buddy. I'm going to have to shove this ice cream cone in your mouth <laughs> and make you chew it. If it's the last thing I do, don't make me come back there. <laughs> Um, so he's come a long way with the old mouth and teeth and, um, the accepting it and, and wanting it. So the biggest thing I could say is go with what your kid really wants and work on that self-esteem piece that, um, do you want braces? I mean, a really huge turnaround for us when, was when, uh, for us, John and I was when he decided that he wanted braces and lordy lordy, he needs braces, okay? They were really swooping out there. Ironically, um, he had four teeth pulled, no expander, nothing on the inside of the mouth, just the brackets and the wires on the top and bottom. So you'll learn all kinds of new vocabulary. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna go through the pictures and some notes, and um, if you have any questions, ping me afterwards and we can always talk more. I do know there are some podcasts and blog posts about the whole mouth area. For sure, for sure. So one advantage in, in getting puberty is that the testosterone and or estrogen, depending on what kind you got, um, those chemicals really do help to uh, fight inflammation. Now, you do have the, the pushback of the, of the puberty and the attitude, right? Um, and that's a case by case, <laughs> day by day challenge. Uh, but uh, you do have, from the whole methylation standpoint, the health of the body, the, the reduction of the, the inflammation in the mouth system, the testosterone and or estrogen helps. And one of our, well, our first uh, and, and our longest standing biomedical doctor had told me to stall as long as possible to get as much 
testosterone in John's system naturally before you start shoving those teeth around because that will really cause a bunch of blowback on inflammation. Well, where we are right now in history is with the COVID-19 and we've had a lot of isolation. We, we did have four teeth extracted over spring break. We expected to go back to school. That didn't happen. And now we have this summer. So his peers still have braces and that whole train is moving forward. So if I waited longer, longer, longer before John got into the braces game, then pretty soon some of his motivation might wane. And now he looks like somebody different instead of one of the pack. And he wanted them so badly. So we just went ahead and made the appointment as soon as you could get back into the orthodontist office, you know, with the first shutdown um, in the Texas area. And uh, so here I have a few pictures here. You can just see a kind of a strange contentment, the calm before the storm. He was nagging me constantly to get in to get braces. So then you're going to see where, let's see, is it a plaid shirt? You see the windbreaker. And then when you see the plaid shirt, okay, he went in by himself. The game there is you don't go in with, mom doesn't go in with you. It's just the kid. And I, I stand by that. That's okay. So off he went. And then an hour and a half later, um, he uh, <laughs> he came out with these gauze, poor little kid. All, he had four teeth extracted. Some of the, I'd call them canines in the front, top and bottom, but I don't really know what they're called. The incisors, I think. Um, the ones on the corner. So he had four taken out. Um, I was overly prepared with ice cream and overly concerned about the pain. And oh dear God, the whole dry socket thing, right? I hid all the straws in the house for four or five days prior to the extraction just because of the utter fear of that kid popping off a, a blood clot and we had a dry socket. Oh my gosh. So anyway, here you see him. Uh, he still wanted it. He came out kind of dripping ooze and we changed the pad several times. Uh, the the uh, oral surgeon was awesome and ex they, they got John to open up that mouth uh, and we, along the same track record that our pediatric dentist has gotten him to open up his mouth and floss his teeth and get in there and do things, um, kind of slow but easy and because he wants to. So it's the opposite of the very first experience we had, which was horrible. And it took three of us adults trying to hold him down and cram that mouth open and pull something out or just look at him. It was, I vowed never to do that again. So John has come such a long way since that initial trauma. <laughs> Two major traumas, not counting any of, the, any of the fire ant stuff. So just mom-caused traumas is the last time I tried to get a, a, a blood draw out of him. I had to lay on top of him. That was miserable. I'm not sure. We have not revisited that yet. I, we've practiced. I hope, he'll, he, I hope he'll be brave. And the second was when we held him down for the dental work. Uh, myself and two other professionals there. So I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. That was just wrong. But I didn't know at the time. So, you know, rats. All right. So anyway, we went through the, we, we found, I interviewed a couple of different orthodontists. I talked to friends of mine who work in the field. I, I got a great old duffer and he has a wonderful reputation. He's worked a lot with kids in the spectrum, even ones that were nonverbal. So for someone to be able to understand behavior, and uh, 
not that you're going to talk much with all that gauze in your mouth, but you, you want someone who gets it, right? And I'm sure that the age has nothing to do with it. I'm sure you can find wonderful ones. Ask around. That's what I did, and I, I regret none of that. So we paid attention to the inflammation. We paid attention to, um, oh, also on the biomedical stuff, we take some extra things for uh, fighting inflammation, and I doubled up. I had talked to the doctor, and he said, if you do this, then start doubling up on uh, low-dose naltrexone in the morning and um, CBD oil in the, in the evening. So we have been working on um, the, um, the extra things to add for uh, in, uh, toning down the inflammation. Methylation, right? It's always methylation. And brushing. So that kid, um, every time I'd get blowback on them not wanting to brush, actually, I used it quite frequently. If I didn't get my way, <laughs> I'd go, oh, I guess you don't want braces, huh? And I'd kind of turn my head, make a little nod, and walk off. But it was, it was just a killer thing, man. He would go, oh, I do, I do want braces, come back. So I said, all right, you better get in there and brush in those places where braces, we called them braces places. <laughs> and it paid off. Um, we don't floss, but I'll tell you what we get. We do water pick, and I've got some pictures and demos of that. Um, that has been really useful. Um, so, okay, let's see what else I wanted to say about the, the teeth. So here's a pic couple of pictures of him, the plaid shirt coming out in the wheelchair, but that was all his own gig. He came out ready to go. Um, I, I, we had, to, I think, something over the counter for feeling the pain, and they might have given him one or two or three doses, but then after that, he just seemed to be chowing down on um, digital games and ice cream, and so I was amazed at how fast he healed within 24 hours. It, it's like it was a whole different kid, and he was being his own foxy self again, so amazing. <laughs> anyway, here's some pictures that just give you some ideas of, of what it might look like for you. Uh, I, I want to encourage you that if your child wants braces because they're aware of how, what their teeth look like, John was so pleased with his and they started looking like they were effective straight away. So as soon as we finally got, I haven't showed you those pictures yet, but as soon as we got on the braces, I, it almost seemed like his teeth, the, sl the slant was less straight. And, and he was just really pleased, just proud as punch. All right, so we did have to have some uh, examinations. The oral surgeon looked at it. Uh, I had to pay the money for the um, four teeth pulled out. Then once they healed, now some people went very quickly on to the braces, but we had time in between, so uh, because of COVID, the, uh, the shutdown, there was plenty of time for his body to heal up quite nicely. So we did not have the problem of trying to put teeth out. So there was no expander up in the top of his mouth. Uh, there's nothing on the inside part, you know, where the tongue goes, because we're trying to get him to come back in. Not, we don't need more space. Um, that we took, that's why we took four teeth out. <laughs> Um, so just just understand what you're getting into. If you have extractions, then that's going to be a little, little bit of expense and a little bit of time, and you want them working together. So John's got a, a three three team team. He's got the pediatric dentist that uh, team that we're, we've been happy with for a long time. Uh, although we do not do fluoride treatments there, and I tell him that up front. Uh, we've been really happy with the, the pediatric dental practice. That got us to the oral surgeon, which got us to the orthotics. Uh, we all, I also asked some friends. So 
um, that was invaluable, that kind of do-it-yourself uh, research. Another thing to consider is the, um, the, the stem cell retention. I, I investigated it. It was quite expensive to try to uh, save those teeth and the stem cells. Since the, the field is moving ahead so much and one of our biomedical doctors has been doing exomes and, and other aspects of stem cells, and technology is moving on and it was going to be so expensive to hold on to the teeth and they, they didn't necessarily have a whole lot of stem cells in the sense that a lot of the, the cells had already decided. So if you, if you they weren't 100% pure, all stem cells, right? All that blah, blah, put together, I did not pay the money to keep the stem cells. You will see a photograph here. <laughs> they gave me a little baggie of the teeth and one of them looks like a monster big one but it's actually there's four teeth in there so I think one's on top of the other one and it looks like it's a wolf <laughs> it looks like it's a werewolf but it's really just two on top of each other so I've kept them they're in the fridge um, I'm not sure what we're gonna do with them they're actually some of the very few teeth that we have out of John because they'd always go down the hatch and I wasn't gonna go digging through poop to try to find them I never knew when that was gonna happen so we actually have a few and uh, precious. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the oral care, practicing ahead of time. We did try to floss really hard on the motor function, really hard on the fine motor. We had dug out our, um, so Saxton had an old um, water pick. Technology has improved. And one of our OTs, Rosemary Slade, had given me a different, a better model number to, um, to replace it. So we got a first-class water pick now. And it's, we don't use it every, every meal. We do it at night. So he's yet to have a cavity. He really doesn't eat much sugar. Um, he likes apples, so we substitute nature's toothbrush. I grew up with that nomenclature, if you ever heard of that. Apples were nature's toothbrush. At the same time, he cannot chow into it, right? Because that's one of those foods to avoid. So he gets some sliced up and I'm okay with that. It wastes less of the apple if I just take out that little chunk of core than if uh, he, you know, wallows it around and drops it four times and and uh, and it has to dig through the skin. So I, I do do that much for him. So I highly recommend the water pick. We chose a model by good advice that had a rotating appliance for getting into the t the braces and brackets. So the brackets are the little metal pieces that like little squares and then the wire is the piece that goes around and kind of cinches them in like a belt, right? Um, does John get to every single bracket every single time? I'm not sure, but we put a half a gallon of water in that thing. Um, we go get two, I'm teasing, uh, but pretty close to half a gallon. We get two very large glasses. Uh, at first I was not heating them up in the microwave, but Rosemary Slade told me to heat them up. Try it yourself, Gail, see how you like it. And ooh, that cold water on my poor old gums, man, it set me through the roof. So she's right. Now John is in charge of getting the glasses, uh, filling the, the large plastic glasses, filling them with water, sticking them in the microwave for 30 seconds just to kind of warm them up. He's not keeping the water in his body, he's spitting it out. So I use the tap water, not the filtered water. And I do 
bow to the microwave, it's 30 seconds. What am I going to do? So we do that. And then I help him. He carries one and I carry one, the other one. So we're waddling from the kitchen all the way through half the house to get to the bathroom where I have the setup. And originally I was supposed to take the, uh, to favor the left hand with his operation, but it's right next to the socket. And the first time we did it, when I was videoing uh, him and he decided he wanted to show off, he grabs that water and he's pouring it in while he's brushing. And it's just inches away from the socket. And yes, it's got one of those, um, you know, um, uh, emergency fuses that blow out fuse if it blows it. But it was just too scary. So I moved it. Even though he is left-handed, he's kind of ambidextrous. So right now the contraption, the water pick is on the right-hand side and it's going to stay there because that puts it two feet away from the, the wall socket, the electrical socket. All right, so uh, just some, I'm back to the photographs, the slideshow here, just to kind of give you some idea. Here's close-ups of John's teeth, and uh, they've got some irregular edges. As time goes by, we might address that. I've got no idea how they got chipped. Uh, so far, no one has said that they can see the dentine on the inside. Um, you can see in one of these open mouths that there's four holes and, and that it's, there's no, um, uh, no dragons in there. So <laughs> we're great. The kid's 13, 14 years old, zero cavities, right? What an amazing thing there. Okay. So uh, there's a picture of him in a blue shirt sitting all by himself in the waiting room. I did all I could to encourage his strength and empowerment and I'll be right back and you're a big kid and... And so he didn't fight me one bit. He just went on in, all on his own. He came out with, um, uh, so that was actually for the extraction and for the braces. So in both cases, he went in solo. It was about an hour, hour and a half. Actually, I take it back, it was two hours for the braces. So <laughs> that poor team had their hands and elbows in John's mouth for two hours. So I have no idea how much... Um, how much blood was left on the floor. Not John's, theirs. I I'm joking. Uh, they didn't say anything like it was uh, anything to be uh, troubled about, so I I'm sure they deal with this. They're experts. That's why they, uh, that's why they uh, got our business. So here you can see that the little brackets have uh, uh, kind of a clamp on the front. The wire goes through. It sutures to the back. They gave us wax. He's not mentioned any sore spots about anything poking him. So I need to probably look around. I'm watching his brush. I don't see any blood, and I don't see it dripping out the sides of his mouth. <laughs> but um, I, I, I need to double-check with him about that. That Okay, now take a look at the one that says the Woodlands Orthodontic Group. Orthodontic Group. <laughs> He looks like a prisoner, uh, a, a, a prisoner, right? <laughs> His jail pick there. Um, one of the very, the very first visit that when we went to see the orthodontist, they had, um, they did some computer uh, x-rays and digital photographs. So it's very interesting. You can see the inside of his mouth um, and then the upper and lower. What they didn't have to do was all that foam. I don't know if you remember, but I remember getting a, um, a mold from the, my mouth to bleach. And I thought I was going to suffocate with that whole mouthful of foam. you got to wait a few 10 seconds, uh, 3 million years. And then you spit it out, right? You're trying not to gag, trying not to panic. 
So that was one of my major concerns, and it was absolutely a non-event that we didn't we had to do none of that. So that was wonderful to to know of. All right, so just further pictures here of of if your kid wants this and they're working on the the the. Um, the effort. So the brushing is important. Flossing would be a motor planning and maybe a, a good kid could do that. So far, we've just been doing the water pick at night um, and, and a brace. Now, I'm sorry, a toothbrush. Now, John pulverizes, friggin' pulverizes the toothbrush. Um, I, I can go through one every time he brushes his teeth. So we are um, watching the model uh, I took a video of the video <laughs> that they had in the orthodontist office of how they said you're supposed to brush. And they have such an intricate process, you know, like six or seven swaths through. Um, what we're managing so far, and I haven't seen any buildup of tartar, as best I can crawl in there and look around, is he, uh, we're trying to rinse with water. When he takes all of his vitamins, he's using water. So after each meal, that's a good slushy through, you know, you're taking seven or eight or 10 or 20 mouthfuls of water to get his vitamins down. So I'm hoping that that kind of picks up some chunks of stuff as it goes down. Um, brushing. Uh, first is the water pick. That's the main thing. So we're in there quite a bit for that. And then he'll brush. And then he, I just let him kill the toothbrush. <laughs> I remind him a little bit of toothpaste, a, a non-fluoride one, nothing against fluoride, but we're trying to work on all of the toxins in his body. And um, he's not spitting much out unless it's the water pick water. But if it's the brushing stuff, I, it's going down the drain. So, I mean, it's going down his drain. <laughs> So I'm still using some homeopathic version, right? The Tom's toothpaste, no, no fluoride to it. And uh, then just uh, brushing them. Uh, so that's our basic uh, daily care. He doesn't drink juice. He'll drink some chocolate milk. I try not to make it other than just breakfast and then other beverages follow that. Um, really no candy to speak of. Maybe some ice cream once in a while. Uh, but he's really pretty pure, I gotta say. He's pretty pure. So here you can see uh, there's different, I try to give you different versions of what the, the, the um, brackets and the wire looks like. You can see a little bit of the wire sticking out. You can see where they have gone out and then back in again. On one of these photographs, if you look top of the mouth, you can see the little sticky ends out of the wires. So that's just like the, the loop on either end, pulling them back. But he wants them. That's the magical thing. He wants them. And if your kid wants them too, then find the money. Get going on that. Um, so important. All right. And then uh, here's a picture. <laughs> You'll see our, our little uh, flower vase of uh, uh, chrysanthemums here. All the uh, toothbrushes that uh, have lived their best day. <laughs> and um, he, he really goes through them. But and I, my main reminder to him is that he's not supposed to chew it. He's supposed to brush with it. But I'll give it to him a long time, and I'm just hoping that part of that salivary production um, and moving it around in his mouth uh, just helps to just naturally clean out the mouth in addition to the tools that he's got in there. Now, with the orthodontist, we got a little kit of a lighted mirror and some other long wands that could go in there. We're not, we're not too hot on the use the flosser things. Um, we tried, and he's watched. But somebody gave me permission to just use water pick, so that's why we put three gallons through the water pick. <laughs> uh, 
and a toothbrush and then rinsing as best we can and then just staying away from sugar, staying away from the foods to avoid. We don't want the white spots and so he, he's paying attention to it. I'm trying not to wait until it's too late in the evening to do the water pick just because he'll, he'll kind of, you know, run out of steam. And I am in the room when he does it. Back in the day when I was using the Sonic Care prior to braces, I had gotten advice that uh, the Sonic Care toothbrush would be useful, would be great for him back then. But since we've got the metal in the mouth now, and we did choose based on our OT suggestion, we went with titanium. So we could have gone stainless steel or titanium. It was no extra for the titanium, so they said do that. And we did. Once the braces came on, they said... No more sonic care, not that vibration. Get a water pick. The, the model that, uh, that you see here has uh, a number of tips on the end and the one that's supposed to be good for braces. Again, I don't know if he's getting it up physically against it or it's just the water shooting it as it rotates and spins around in his mouth. All I know is it looks like he's trying to move it around. Our OT, bless her heart, has worked with him several times and she thinks he's got it nailed. And he's working on all of the motor planning to get the water heated up, get it into the bathroom, get it into the container. Once he's run through it all, well, and filled it up himself and not electrocute himself. <laughs> and then also to get some toothpaste on the brush and then he runs away. Um, so we're trying to get all of the steps in there, right? We're trying to make it a habit. A habit that he has forever. So there are some stills here, and then uh, I'm going to put together all the videos so that you can see that if you want. But he's quite happy, quite joyful with it. Very, very proud. Um, so do this for you, kid. Make them as responsible as possible. When and if they ever get back to school, he's going to have to do some version of caring for it after he eats, even if it's just slushing his you know, rinsing his mouth with water. But oh my goodness, if I could, if I could just share with you how proud he is to have that metal on his mouth. Never once a complaint, just tickled to death to have his braces. So use that peer pressure. Oh my goodness, take advantage of it. Um, be uh, just shamelessly <laughs> use it. Okay, so um, I also have all of the videos posted on Facebook uh, feeds, posts for the these days in June. Um, so we've gotten, I've been videotaping now for two days and each day we're getting a little bit slicker, a little bit more independent, fading my prompts, making him more in charge and safer. So it's, it's always, and, and we're doing cooking at the same time too. So uh, it's nothing like watching something that horrifies you on a videotape, on a video that you take to go, oh, I guess we're going to change the methodology. You're going to do it differently next time. So always look at how it works, you know? And sometimes I have to guide his head over the sink. He's too enthralled with the machinery. or But then he'll pick up the glass, cross midline, pour it, cross his body. At the same time, he's got the doomahickey thing in his mouth working away. So he takes such pride in this. And it's all motor planning. It's therapy as well as dental hygiene. Um, so don't let it scare you if they want it, all right? If you're making them, that's a different story. But if, and, and I hope that's never the case, but if they want it, 
it'd be brave. Let them be brave and let them own it each step along the way. Uh, the only thing really I'm doing is reminding him, oh, it's time to go do the water pick. And then I basically try to shut up, back out of it. I will help him carry the second glass of water, but I'm not touching any, I'm trying not to own any piece of that. I'm trying to make him all in charge. The water pick was about $30, $35 worth it. It's a, I, I expect we'll be using it for a long, long, long time. Um, I'm not sure what the next stage of braces for us will be. I mean, as far as strapping on more metal, I know they said six weeks are appointment for, for following up. He's not ever said that they hurt. He's never said that, uh, ouch, I hate this. Zero, zero complaints, fast healing, proud as, as, as I'll get out that he's moving, he's doing these things. There's just no reason not to do this for us. And uh, I did... I did anguish for a long time, and all of those things I anguished about was just a waste of time. <laughs> so take that as a happy thought, okay? Um, uh, so check the blog posts for um, uh, oral defensiveness for the brushing. Uh, check the podcast for trigeminal, and uh, then I'll try to string all the videos together so we got a good representation of what it looks like. You also can check the Facebook posts. And I just, I don't edit out anything. I just start, stop, start, stop, start, stop my camera, um, my, my, my phone, trying to catch the video as we run. Um, I'm not going back. There's no time to go back and edit a bunch of stuff. It's just real time. And if he, if he does a dumb thing, it's in there. <laughs> if I do a dumb thing, it's in there. So you might actually have an opportunity to feel really good about yourself. Okay, I appreciate your time. Uh, it's, uh, it's such a great thing. Do this for your kiddos. And if you have any questions, let me know. Um, we'll continue to share our adventures. Okay, alrighty. Peace to us all. Talk to you soon.